0: There are so many situations that's happening in the world right now in our dispensation. We hear many, many voices, and we run off with those voices. I heard a new word the other day, and it, it kind of shook me. I hadn't heard this before, and it's called a cancel culture. Cancel culture, and let me give you an example. I, I saw, I heard one of the uh, televangelists talk about this the other day in his church, that there was a young man that was well known in in the gospel in the in the uh community even in the uh schools um in the university and he read this book about from the K, from the KKK about the racism and the situations that was going on. And he made a comment to his students because he did not like the book. And the students took him as saying that he was a racist. And with that, they ran with it. And being that they ran with him, they uh, spoke so bad against him that he ended up losing his job with the university and became a disgrace in the community. People, words, is you know the old saying, that was sticks and stones may hurt my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's surely a lie, because words will definitely hurt you. Words can destroy you. Words will break you. What What we find in this story with Uh, Aaron and Miriam, they started a gossip. They got jealous of the leaders because they figured God should speak to all of them. They should think back and remember when God told Moses, when Moses came out to the mountain and God wanted to speak to the people, well, before he went to the mountain and God wanted to speak to the people. He told God to have them clean themselves up and and I will come and I will come before them and speak to them. So when God came with them with the rumbling and the noise, they got afraid, and they said to Moses, "No, no, he talks too loud. You all, you talk to him and then tell us what he says." And that's the position that we have been in for many, many years. Recently, in in the situation as to what's happening, even behind the recent um elections. I'm understanding that the uh, ev- the white evangelicals which are predominantly are are Republicans, have been telling the Christian body, the body of Christ that Trump was a uh, is a man of God. They use a spirit of deceptions. Matter of fact, I look at it as they have the same familiar spirit that he has. And my thing is, if you don't know the word of God, you can easily be tricked. You can easily be, be deceived by just listening to someone else' interpretation. And, and right now, there's a lot of what somebody else thinking is going on television, Facebook, all over and, and the Internet period all over until we get out of this mess and get into twenty. 21 into a different mess, but we have to focus on knowing the word of God for ourselves. That's what we're uh, inclined to hear. We have to be in the position that we read our Bibles, learn from ourselves. Yes, God does send teachers, prophets, uh, evangelists, pastors, bishops. He sends all of the, all the many gifts he gives us. However, he holds us responsible to, for us individual to make sure we read his word and we know how to live his word. There is one one scripture that is most prevalent right now. He said, God said, those people, those Christians, those that are called by my name, if you will humble yourself, seek my face and turn from your wicked ways, then I will heal hear from heaven and heal your land. Surely, surely, family, we do need a healing. We need a healing from God because we have listened to so much vomit over the years, didn't take time to read God's word and get it understanding. The old cliche is just give it to God. We don't have to give it to God because he's already given to us. He's already answered all the questions, all the prayers. It's written in his word. It's written in his word. Get to know his word. And plus, once we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior in our heart, we receive the third part of the Trinity, which is the spirit of God which is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, Jesus said that he was going away to be with the Father, but he was going to ask the Father to send us a comforter, send us another comforter, and that comforter is a helper. He's a paraclete. He was walk with us and give us all to understand it and give us truth. He is the Spirit of truth. He gives us truth to understand what is truly happening, how God wanted us to live our lives. And that is definitely what we, but sometimes we settle and we like to hear, we, we have itching ears. We want a leader to tell us, say things as comfortable as to, to make us feel comfortable in the, well, back in the slavery days, I, I have read, I have done some reading and, and realized that, um. Have realized that that uh, a lot of the teaching the uh, slaves or ex-slaves are coming up through the generations, even in our our culture in our black churches, we did not read much, so therefore we accepted whatever was gurgitated to us, whatever that pastor's opinion or teacher's opinion was, and a lot of it is old cliche. We we don't know exactly what the word of God says god wants us to prosper and have a, a bountiful life not always begging always going to someone for need and help he wants us to live a prosperous life healthy life if we read his word we would know exactly how to eat what what Um. yes he gives us the doctors for situations that our body has gone so far or we have emergencies or we have illnesses yes he has placed the doctors there with knowledge to be able to supply the right kind of medicine but for for what we ever do we should always know that god has already supplied it all for because jesus died on the cross it says with his stripes we are healed of the abuse that jesus endured we don't have to endure that abuse but we need to know his word know his spirit lives in us and and learn the word of god when we learn the word of god we're uh, better able to understand what our job is, what our calling is. Now, one, one thing I, I remember in the in the Bible, I may not know the complete address, but there there the the Bible tells us when we catch a person in a fault, we're supposed to go to that person. If that person doesn't change, then we go get one other person and take them back to that person. We both of you go to that person and still if they don't change, we're supposed to take them to the church and the church is supposed to dismiss them or put them out. But in this dispensation, we don't do that because most churches have the same issues. We're having to deal with a sister or brother about a brethren about God is faithful to his word. No matter what we fall into, he will give us a discerning spirit. There's such a deception spirit. That spirit of Leviathan is really prevalent in today. He will uh, deceive you, mm-hmm. take you into a world that you don't really understand. He will close your eyes so that what you, you think you know what's happening, but he can deceive you so that you only go to um, what? what man is said and we don't check out what man is said the spirit of leviathan is a spirit of pride a stubborn demon that speaks in a rough tone leviathan is a very controlling religious independent and rebellious spirit look around don't you see that we see that prevalent every day what the spirit does is is it it has a familiar, sometimes it has a familiar spirit that re- easily relates to someone else because, you know, uh, the word of God tells us to try the spirit by the spirit. And we're not focused in knowing that the who the true spirit of God is like. We would accept any, any deceptive spirit that could say a nice controlling words and get us all confused. And we've started believing what that spirit or what that person is saying. The word of God tells us that we fight not against flesh and blood, but principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places. And there is much spiritual, spiritual wickedness. It it can even enter into families. We can start gossiping in the family. We don't like what one other person is doing. We should learn how to be truthful, truthful in the family and, and walk up to each other, just sit down, discuss the situation. And, you know, Tibetan, I do believe that, bet we're better together if we're all able to come god wants us to, to come together god wants us to live a peaceful life a joyous life not always broke down always have drama and issues going on that's not what the spirit of god wants us to how he wants us to live second timothy four and three says for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine but after their own lust, shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. People are, the, the natural side of a person, they would always flock to someone that's saying exactly what they want to hear, not what the word of God is saying. In Genesis 41 and 24, it said, and the thin ears deviled the seven good ears. And I told this unto The magicians but there was none that could declare it to me this is when the king uh had a dream and he was telling telling the dream and he saw uh this was what was happening and he didn't quite understand it so he was trying to talk tell tell it to the priest and only joseph was able to interpret that dream now in jeremiah said nevertheless hear thou now this word that i speak is thine ears In thine ears and in the ears of all the people, Jeremiah was a prophet that God gave many warnings to to the Israelites. Um, He gave he talked about the lion prophets, pastors, and teachers. At that, the prophets it was the lion prophets. What they did, they took the word and they conditioned it into how they wanted to look at how uh, Miriam. Miriam started the whole thing. That's why she got. She's the one that start, that put her mouth on, uh, uh, Moses because she was disgusted with the fact that Moses had married a black woman, uh, a, a woman that was from Midian. Remember, uh, uh, her her mother, the black woman that uh, Zipporah, her her father was Jethro. Jethro came in from Midian and brought when Moses was out in the desert brought his wife and gave Moses some uh, information or wisdom as to how to not have to do all the work but to try to choose 12 people, one from each tribe, and have them sit down and negotiate the small things and bring the big things to him. Godly wisdom is what we do need in, in this day and time. Uh the pro the Proverb t- uh thirty-one woman, God t- said that we should teach that said the older women should be teaching the younger women, but then in this disposition, they don't want to hear it. They have itching ears, they want to hear the easy way out. They want don't wanna hear the old, old, old way of how things were done and how things uh you know was how women kept their household while the while the husbands went out and worked. They kept their households and they taught their children. My mother had nine girls and she taught all nine girls how to be women, true women, how to stand up for their household, how to maintain their household, how to take care of themselves. But in this day and time, you try to tell a young person something, it's old. They don't want to hear it. That's why it's so much immorality in the world today, because they want to do their own thing. And this is how the new millennium is today.